Lord, today we do love you and thank you so much for life, health, and strength, for saving us, calling us out of darkness, even into this marvelous light. We thank you for the sacrifice that you made, that we may have life and that more abundantly. So now we yield ourselves to speak to us, speak through us. We give you all the glory and the praise. It's in Jesus' name and for his sake that we pray. Every heart say amen and amen. Amen. Pick up your Bibles if have those available, Isaiah 53, verses 3 through 6. Isaiah 53, 3 through 6. Word that God has given us for this day. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. May the Lord bless the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. He did it for you and me. Everybody say, he did it for you and me. You may be seated. He did it for you and me. Amen. He didn't do it for bunny rabbits, which speaks about, speaks about productivity. He didn't do it for the eggs because the eggs represent new life that is on its way. Ladies and gentlemen, he did it because he got up from a grave. After he had suffered so tremendously on the cross, he sacrificed his life for you and I. And we want to make sure that we keep the emphasis where it ought to be. It's not a season where we can just uh, get a new dress, get a new hat, get some more shoes and things of that sort. And, and the world will take advantage of this day of celebration, which is one of the greatest days as we proceed. And every Sunday morning, I say it all the time, every Sunday morning is a resurrection morning. Every Sunday morning is an Easter, it's a rehearsal that we rehearse. One of these great days, it, it'll all be over. And even as we see our loved ones, they come and they go. We just thank God for their lives that they live before us. We need to make sure that we have made preparation. And I thank God that as we look into Isaiah, Isaiah 53, verses 3 through 6, a beautiful passage, all of Isaiah 53 is a blessing. If you have time, read the entire passage. But we also have confirmation. Have confirmation in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24 and 25. And it says, who, that is Jesus, when he was reviled, he did not revile in return. He suffered, he did not threaten, but became, but committed himself to him who judges rightly. Jesus, that is, who himself bore our sins 
in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sin, might live for righteousness. By his stripes, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but now return to the shepherd and overseer of your soul. We see here there's confirmation because Isaiah was written 700 years before Christ even was born. And then we celebrate, even as now, the date that we have, even this 2019, April 2019, is 2019 years after Christ had come. And we have to see that, that God and his, his divine providence had already spoken to Isaiah, the writers there in Isaiah 53, and said, there will be a Messiah, there will be a Savior born. And I just thank God that it represents Jesus Christ our Lord. It's no, no way that any other person could fulfill this prophecy. Not only this one, but all those in the Bible. It's no, no chances that it could actually happen. Uh, the chances are just so beyond uh, measure and calculation that Christ would fall in line with every prophecy that had come forth on his behalf. And I thank God for this one. I say I thank God for this one. You say, well, why are you thinking for this one? Because he endured hardness so that I could live. He gave me an example that you're going to have to suffer down here. Amen. Everybody wants it all easy. But when you give your life to Christ, you're going to find that you're going to go through some, some trials and some tribulation just because you love him. Yeah, you can fit in with the world real easy, but ladies and gentlemen, when you decide to follow Jesus, you're going to find that uh, people will change and circumstances will change. You'll be invite, uninvited to occasions and even times of fellowship. They won't invite you because you, you love God and you stand for his principles, and we, we thank God this morning that he died just for you and me. I say, I thank God the cross is not just a decoration that you hang around your neck, hang on the wall. The cross represents the life that he lived before us. He sacrificed himself that we could live. The thief came to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus said, I've come that you may have what? Life. And that more abundantly. And walk through this passage with me, if you will. He did it for you and me. Jesus is the man of sorrow. He was despised and he was rejected by men. Man of sorrow, he was acquainted with, he knew about uh, grief. We hid, as it were, our faces from him and he was despised and we did not esteem him. He was looked down on, ladies and gentlemen. He was passed over. But he knows about your suffering and your pain, your pain and your suffering. And ladies and gentlemen, he did it all so he can let you and I know that in this life we're going to have to go through some things. In this life we're going to have sorrow, so don't be surprised when you go through sorrow. He does not take us out of the sorrow. He already experienced it for us. And he said, in this way, you will have eternal life. He was looked down on, and many of you have been looked down on. 
since you gave your life to Jesus, they, they, they look at you a little bit different. They, then they'll skip over you whenever they can because they, you are, are Mr. or Mrs. Goody Two-Shoes. Yeah, they'll look over you and this act like, but how many of you know that God sees where you are and whatever promotion, whatever elevation, Wherever you're supposed to be, God will make sure that you get it. And you need to understand that in this life, we're going to have some sorrows. He said, if, if Jesus suffered, you're going to follow that suffering is going to overflow into your life and my life. And then we look at this particular passage, and even if you look a little bit earlier, you'll find out he wasn't that attractive. You would have skipped over him if you had saw him on the street. He's a person you would have, would have passed. They had no desire for him. He was so ordinary and so off the map. He wasn't fine like persons that you might, might expect. He did not have blue eyes. Yeah, he didn't look like persons that these images that we, we've made all over the world. Ladies and gentlemen, when you see Jesus, you, you never see a, a real picture of him because nobody knows what he looked like, but God made sure that it was out of the minds of men. He made sure when you see him, you're going to see him like he is. And I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, because if you... you you look at the word of God. God has made sure that you and I understand that he was not attractive. He got looked over. He had no, nobody had a desire for him, but he suffered and he endured pain for you and I. He was rejected because of his message. Luke says that he was approved of men and, and even of God, but that changed Brother Allen. Yeah, when you give your life to Jesus, people will change on you. And you have to be ready to recognize that and not be disappointed. And he was rejected so that even in John chapter 6 and verse 67, he says to them, will you also go away? The disciples, people were leaving him because he talked about communion, talked about memory, remembering him as he was gone. He said, you need to eat my flesh, you need to drink my blood. They said, this man gone crazy. I know he's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, that was symbolic. But listen, uh, the Spirit of God is the only one that can give you interpretation, a proper interpretation of what he is saying. He said he was wounded. But why did he do it? He did it so we can learn what it is to be steadfast. Yes, yeah, steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, even though you have suffering. Help at the back door. Amen. Even though you have suffering, you have strains. Amen. He did it so we'll be steadfast. Look at your neighbor and say, be steadfast. Yeah, you're going to go through some things, but you need to hold on. Jesus is the man who was smitten. Smitten means struck down. Struck down by who? Struck down by God. We thought it was his fault. We thought it was he, he was wounded uh, because he had upset God in one way or another. Good to see you. 
And we just thank God that he, he was struck down, but he was not wounded for, for his own transgressions, but he was afflicted and we esteemed him not. Surely he bore our griefs. He carried our sorrow. He carried our pain. Write that down. He carried our sorrow and he carried our sin. And ladies and gentlemen, it's a sad thing when you think you're doing a God a favor when you come to church. It's a sad thing when you think you, 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 uh, he owes you something because you spend a little time uh, in his service. Ladies and gentlemen, he carried your, your pain, your discomfort, your agony, your hurts, your heartache. And I thank God for carrying mine because when I go through the little pains that I go through, I just think about the suffering that he endured. And I said, I'm going to hold on to God's unchanging hand. I said, I'm going to hold on. Anybody else here going to hold on to his, to his unchanging hand? He carries our Pain, not only that, but he carried our sorrow, your distress, your regrets, your troubles, your burdens, your disappointments, your worries, and even your mourning. We've been mourning for the last month and a half, ladies and gentlemen, losing loved ones on the left and on the right. Jesus said, I know all about it. He said, I carried your sorrows. I carried your pain. He said, you don't have to worry about that. In this life, we shall have tribulation. He said, but I need you to be of good cheer. And the good news is that he bore our sin. I say he carried your sin and mine. How many of you have sinned since you've been living? Yeah, how many of you have sinned since I saw you last? You can, you can sin in, in word or deed. Hallelujah, even in your thought and in your mind. The Bible says if you look at, 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 a, at a woman or a man with lust in your heart, you've already sinned. Somebody say amen because there's nothing that we can do, almost nothing we can do to where we fall short. That's why I just go on and ask God, forgive me. Come on, somebody. I just be driving down the street. I say, forgive me. Praise your holy name. Forgive me. Whatever I thought, whatever I did, if I hurt somebody feeling, don't know nothing about it. I say, forgive me because I've fallen short of your will and your way. And I thank God. How many of you thank God he carried your pain? How many of you know? thank God he carried your sorrow? Yeah, I thank God he carried all of my sin. I say he carried it away. Why did he do it, ladies and gentlemen? Write this down so you could be free. Yeah, he did it so you and I could be free. I thank God that I'm free, and I'm not free uh, 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 just talking about no change and no shackles on me. I'm free spiritually. I'm free to praise God. I'm free to give him glory that in spite of my situation and or my circumstances, God is still worthy of all the glory. I said he's worthy of all the glory and all the praise. Listen, look at the news. Look at the news. There's more foolishness going on now. It's a sad thing when I go to the Christian bookstore and they're closing down. Ladies and gentlemen, that's like losing a friend. It's really the sign of the time. Ladies and gentlemen, you better pay attention. Do not go to sleep right now. If you're not close to God, you better get there real quick. Because he's a man of sorrows. He's acquainted with your grief. He was smitten, not smitten of God because of something that he did. Because he was innocent. He was innocent. But it's, he carried your sin and mine. How many of you can say, thank you, Jesus? 
Thank you for the sacrifice that you made. Jesus is a man of sorrow, a man that was smitten, a man who suffered. Everybody say suffered. You need to understand that the Bible uh, uh, is very clear and it gives us illustrations for us to see. But the doctors have given us at least five, five wounds that we can receive. And I've written those down for you, and I'm going to show you how Christ our King endured those five wounds for you and me. Yeah, yeah, contusions. You say, well, what is a contusion? That's when people hit you in your face. Yeah, and then ask you. uh, They hit Jesus in the face. Yeah, prophesy. Tell us which one of it. That's a contusion. Yeah, he did that for you and I. He endured that. For you and I, ladies and gentlemen, a contusion. Not only that, but we see here there's a laceration, laceration that he he endured. A laceration means that the flagellum that they used, it's a it's a weapon that on the end of the stick they have leather strips that go out, then they put metal in the end, they put bones in the end, they put wood chips, and then when they hit you with it. It pulled the skin off your shoulder, pulled the skin off your back. You say, I don't want to see this this morning, but ladies and gentlemen, you need to see what he endured for you and I. Yeah, he didn't just jump on the cross. He endured heartache. He didn't have a bunny rabbit nor an egg, ladies and gentlemen. He endured suffering for you, a contusion, laceration, and then penetration. You say, well, where does that come from? When they took the thorn and uh, uh, the crown of thorns and they put it on it, they forced it down. It, it penetrated into his skin and the blood came running down. They say, you think you're a king. Won't you go and be a king and wear this crown? Ladies and gentlemen, he endured that for you and I, the lacerations, the penetration, not on the perforation. You said perforation. What does that mean? They took spikes Yeah, and they drove him into his hand. They took spikes and they drove him into his heel. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. There's one more. Somebody say, well, what's that last one? That incision that when while he was hanging on the cross, they say, is he dead? Yeah. Soldiers say, let me check. He took a spear and stabbed him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see all that? It's something to see what Christ actually experienced for you and I. And why did he do it? He did it so by his stripes we are healed. Yeah, when you have the doctor say you got cancer, you say by his stripes, yeah, I'm healed and I claim the blood of Jesus over my life. I claim the blood of Jesus over all of my situation, my circumstances, my disease, and everything that I endure because he endured it for you and I. And ladies and gentlemen, even if he don't heal what happened to me, I still going to hold on to him. I'm still going to trust him. I don't know about you. I thank God for the sacrifice. He was wounded for our transgression, and he did it for you and me. Don't take it lightly when everybody says this and that. When everybody stops believing. 
They stop attending. Your job is to hold on. Know who your Savior is and what he has done for you. Not only that, but he's a sin bearer. He's a sin bearer and a heavy load sharer, they used to say. Yeah, he, he all we like sheep had gone astray. Yeah, we had turned every one of us to our own way. He said, and the Lord laid upon him the iniquities of, of us all. I don't know, we were lost. We all done wrong. We all went our own way. But isn't it something to know that God saw us in our lostness? He saw everything that we, we would have done and will do even in the future. When Jesus bore your sins and mine, ladies and gentlemen, he took care of the past things that you've done in the past. That's why you need to ask God for forgiveness so you'll clear your mind. And then he takes care of the present sin, circumstances, situations in your life right now. But how many of you know that God is already out in the future? He said when he hung on the cross, he said it is finished. Yeah, when he said it was finished, that meant that not only what you will do, but what you, what you, what you have done, but what you will do even in the future. He said I covered it all. Aren't you glad that Jesus paid it all? All to him I owe. Sin had left a Crimson stain, but he wiped it white as snow. First John chapter, First uh, John chapter two and verse two says, "He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also the sins of the world." He also skips over those who have uh, rejected him, blaspheming the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. He has rejected those, and he has left them on the outside. Some will never get in, even though Christ had paid the ultimate price. He absorbed them into himself. And in first, Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21, it says this for us. For he made him, that means God made Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us. Aren't you glad that he bore your sins and mine? That's why when we sing that song, Amazing Grace, yeah, oh, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was what? I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. And I heard a story about a Jewish boy who was caught up in the Holocaust in the Auschwitz. He was in that particular camp. They had he had his 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 mother and his sister had been tortured. They had been put into uh, the flames. They had been burnt. He said the last time I saw them was in a puff of smoke. He said, I was walking around there and we were starving. We were starving and we couldn't get anything to eat. They just treated us bad and they, they left us to neglect it. He said, but I had a bad day. The worst day I ever had was when they hung up a little boy. They strung him up. Why did they string him up? They strung him up because he stole a potato. And they wanted to make him, and they made everybody walk by and see this young man hanging, uh, yeah, hanging from a rope. And then this same person, this same person asked, where's God at right now? He said, where's God even though I see this? He said, when we ate our meal, 
We ate soup that night, and it takes, it tasted like dead corpse. He said, but where's God right now? He said, I don't believe in God anymore. Look at all this tragedy that's going on out there. And then the author comes back and he suggests to you and I, he said, where's God? He's in the same place he was. Yeah, when he let his son, come on, y'all not listening. He let his son hang on the tree. It's the same God. He's in the same place he was when he allowed his son to die for you and I. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank God he had enough love that he Love me in spite of. God will do what he has to do. He sacrificed his only begotten son that you and I could have life and have that more abundantly. Yes, we will go through some changes. Yes, we will go through some hard times. But he did it all for you and I. He said, I know what you're going through. I know about your pain. I know about your suffering. He said, I know about the doubts and the fears that you have. But he said, I did it all. Uh, yeah, I did it all for you. He said, he was wounded. Yeah, for our transgression. And he was bruised. Yeah, for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes. Yeah, by his stripes. I said, by his stripes. By his stripes. By his stripes. We are healed. Hallelujah. I'm healed physically sometimes. And I'm healed spiritually. The Bible says the outward man is deteriorating, but the inward man is being renewed day by day. How many of you got something to give God a praise for? How many of you thank God for saving you, for keeping you, for dying for you? God so, yeah, he so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, yeah, whosoever, Believeth in him should not perish, but but have everlasting life. He did it for you. He did it for you and me. We have to remember that. We have to remember that. It's not a show going on here, ladies and gentlemen. He sacrificed his life so that you could live. He said, yeah, you're going to get sick sometimes. Yeah, you're going to go through some things. You're going to see some mourning. You're going to have to cry. He said, but I know all about it. He said, they didn't even like me. Surely they ain't going to like you. Yeah, he said, I didn't fix it so you won't have no pain. And so He said, I already experienced it for you. And it's already paid for. How many of you can give God the praise and the glory? How many of you can thank him? He did it for, for you and me. I want to make sure that we, we, we make sure that you're in there. He died for you. And he said, you don't have to do anything else but believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And what that actually means is that when you believe on him, he'll endow you with his power. The Holy Ghost will come upon you and you'll believe you'll be able to walk right. Surely you'll fall down every once in a while. But the Bible says if you confess your sin, he is 
faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Come on, let's celebrate him. Come on, let's celebrate him. By our stripes, by his stripes, we are healed. By his stripes, he was wounded for us. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. How sweet. That's a, that's a, a like me. I wish you would help me sing it. I'm one long, but now I was blind, spiritually blind. Let's all stand to our feet for a few moments. Lift your hands and say, praise God. 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 Go on and sing it. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. One of the blessings that we have as children of God is we can cast all of our cares upon Christ our King because he cares for us. He'll give us the steadfastness to hold on even though situations are changing. He fixed it so we can be healed. He fixed it so we can last of all be saved. How many of you know he wants you to be saved? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're here today and you just want to confess before the Lord that I, I need you in my life, whatever the desire is, whatever your request is, you might be praying for yourself, praying for your family, but I want you to come. I want you to come, whatever your desire is. Some might say they've never been baptized before, Let's be baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. And make sure that we have our relationship. The Listen, the world is going crazy. I don't need you to go with it. You need to know that God has already made provisions for you and me. Whatever your need is. Sister Lisa, I want you to come for prayer. And there are others of you that need to come. Do not cast off, uh, uh, cast off this opportunity. The Bible says whatever it is, even a situation, a circumstance, a family member, whatever it is, I want you to come and bring him or her before the Lord. 
Whatever it is now, and I want you to come, you, you don't have a whole bunch of time. You want to make sure that you yield whatever it is before the Lord while it is time. You don't have a church home, you're welcome here. All those things are included, but let's press our way in here. Thank God for my brother. He was sick. I have a picture of him laying in the hospital, but look at him. He's right here now. I say he's right here because God is a prayer answering God. He's right here. And let's press our way in. Let's press our way in. For those of you who remain, I want you to extend your hand this way. Extend your hand this way. For us here, let's pray together. Hold hands, brother. Lawson, just connect that. I want this to be a house of prayer for everybody. All of you have, you know what you're here for. You know what your request is before God. You know what your need is before God. Surely I could pray for you, but it will be good for you. If you just ask God for whatever it is that you, you might need. And we just thank God for his healing virtue. All right, let's make this a house of prayer. If you don't mind, if you can pray out loud and you don't, not ashamed, I want you to do that even on today. Let's pray together. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much for my brothers and sisters that have gathered before you. God, you have paid the price for all of us. You have endured the suffering and the pain. You got pierced in your side. God, you got hit in the face. God, they spat on you. God, you endured the lacerations and all the incisions and you endured all that for our healing, for our salvation, for our deliverance. But God, let us yield our brothers and our sisters. Let us yield our family members to your care. Let us yield our soul, the shepherd of our soul. We're returning to you. And we pray, God, that you would heal according to your divine will. Heal us physically, not only that, but spiritually. Most of all, heal us spiritually. Help us to forgive ourselves and forgive others who have offended us. Praying, God, for each family that's represented here. We pray, God, that you bless them right where they are, whatever their needs may be. We pray, God, that you hear the prayer that they are offering. And we pray that you answer according to your divine will. We thank you, God, that if there's some among us who don't have a church home, if there's some among us, who have never been baptized in your name, if there's some among us who want to rededicate their lives to you, if whatever their need is, whatever their desire is, we pray, God, that you speak into their life. Holy Spirit, speak into their heart and let them know that this is a day, the time to make the change, the time to make the adjustment before it's everlasting too late. So we love you, Lord, and we thank you for all that are under the sound of our voice. For the individuals that are gathered here around, we thank you for birthdays. We thank you, God, for your healing. We thank you, God, for another day in your sanctuary. But we pray, God, that you hear every one of their prayers and answer according to your divine will. We love you, God, and we thank you in this in the name of Jesus. Everybody say, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray, and be it done unto us according to your will. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand of praise now. Tell him.